Hello, future friends. And welcome to the Be My Friend podcast. Welcome back. I'm Tiff and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Tyler. That's me. Hello, hello. This week we're going to be talking all about a webtoon that we have not discussed in a few weeks. Age matters. Surprise, surprise. Stuff is getting crazy in Age Matters. You can tell it's winding down, not in the sense that the story is like calming down because it's not. It's going off the rails. But in the sense that you could you could feel the end is approaching because it's getting so chaotic and extreme and um yeah it was just about time we covered it we we have a very important thing that happened just recently that we will get to towards the end of our episode and that was the reason we wanted to throw a party today and it has something to do with the shirts we are wearing it yes (laughs) which say weirdo alert That's the only clue you're getting right now. Uh, That is the only clue you're getting. But that is our entire party for the day. If you've seen the the title of the episode and the thumbnail, you probably know what we're we're going on about anyways. But irregardless, it's been so long and we've got so much going on. And if you like Age Matters and you like hearing us talk about it, please subscribe to our podcast if you're on YouTube, anywhere, Spotify, wherever you're at. Hit subscribe. It helps us out. And if you're on YouTube, please like and comment because that also really helps us out just to let us know that you're enjoying our Age Matters convos. So let's dive into some of the craziness that is taking place in Age Matters. Oh my god. So the last time we talked about Age Matters, I didn't even realize it was actually so many chapters ago. We have had so much happen since the last time we really dove in. And I literally, we left off when Rose was like squaring up with Via outside of Gramps' house. <laughs> and it was before the fight even took place. They were just like getting ready to fight. Yes. So seriously, so much went down. It, it's pretty funny how that all unfolded. And I love Ruby in the background just cheering on Rose. I'm like, yes, yes. I really was... do. I really wanted Ruby to punch Fia in the face, but I mean, I'll I'll take her cheering on Rose. So I know she's such a boss that I don't think she would scrap with anybody physically. But at the same time, I, I was a little bummed. I'm like, girl, I want you to like punch your dad in the face or something. <laughs> Well, it's so hard to see Ruby right now um, kind of getting backlash from her dad and Via and then Via's sister, who her dad is dating. So, I mean, to hear these little remarks they make and them getting to Ruby, it makes you feel really bad because you never see her really struggle with anything. So no. to see that she actually gets hurt a little bit from the remarks they make, it breaks your heart. It's so hard to see because we love Ruby here. I mean, I think most readers of Age Matters, if you're paying attention, you love Ruby. It's really hard to see some of these, this broken family of hers and the way her dad treats her. And luckily, as we discuss more of the recent episodes, things are turning around for Ruby. We can see her getting her little relationship with Pom off the ground, which is so fun and adorable and I die. I know even the part when Pom is like 
legitimately out here trying to be like, I want to be friends with you, but you're making this really hard. What don't you understand? And he gets so flustered, he loses his mind. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but oh my God, it gets, it's so good. I love Palm and Ruby. That's been a huge development in most recent episodes. And like Tiff was just saying, it gets to the point where we get to the summit and we'll, we'll kind of backtrack and talk about all the characters, I think, as in the past several episodes. So, I mean, we're already on Ruby, so let's just go down that path. We get to the summit and Ruby's like being emo hours by a fountain and they've yes. already bonded previously because they met up the um, recently at work and they were like helping each other get their work done. So they already bonded. And then like Tiff said, Pom's trying to like befriend Ruby. She's just being emo. <laughs> so he's just like, what? I want to know more about you. Oh my God. And she turns around and he's like, his heart's thumping. <laughs> he's so <laughs> blushy. Yes, because she gets a phone call and she's not even thinking like twice. I mean, a little bit. You could tell she's thinking about it, but she just oh, picks up the so... phone and she's like, hello. And I believe it's Akira. It's Akira. And she's yes. so, she is flustered, though, because she blushed when, when he had his little outburst. Yes. And then she answers the phone and she's got like her cute eyes that she draws she's, for Daniel yes. or Ruby, you know? But then you just see him in the background, like, stressing out, grabbing his chest, like, oh, my God, what did I just say to this beautiful, tall lady? I love that the summit, too, prior to that, when Ruby walked in and Pom saw her and she was taking that crap from her dad again, where yes. he's telling her that she needs to just behave herself or whatever the heck he's doing. It's just being a, being a butt. And Pom sees, like, the sadness in her eyes, and he looks at her so concerned, and he runs over there, and Andrew and Rose are like, okay, he's just, he's clearly running to Ruby, and they're like, our baby's growing up. Oh, I know, I, I, I can't wait, and that's one thing that Tyler and I always talk about, is if we could see one thing happen by the end of Age Matters, is that Ruby and Palm actually form a legitimate relationship. I hope it's concrete in the story that they are in a relationship, so... Please, all my fingers, my limbs, everything is crossed. <laughs> Edgy appears for me enough, so I'm not going to yell at her about Pombi. But um, if you want to see some spicy Pombi art, you need to get on Edgy's Patreon. Because right now, if you go join right now, you can get a very explicit f- drawing of Ruby and Palm. <laughs> and who doesn't want to see that, my I, friends? It's like all I want to see. Honestly, <laughs> I'd be looking at it right now if it was appropriate. But make sure you are 18 and older. Yes, 18 <laughs> and older, that's it. All they're doing is they're 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 standing on chairs. They're standing on swivel chairs. They're running with scissors. It's not safe for work. All right. <laughs> So if we rewind back to this huge fight scene, that's not necessarily a, a punch and slap type of fight scene. <laughs> it's It starts that way. You really think it's going that way. And I love how this played out. I loved the big moment that happened because you could tell Via just wants Rose to play into her hand. She wants Rose to punch her. They, she wants to have a fight. She wants to look like the victim. Yes, but in front Rose, of everyone. Rose ain't having that. She knows better. So what does Rose do? 
She just kisses her. Just plants one. Just plants a big one right on Via's mouth. (laughs) And Via's like, this chick is crazy. What is she doing? (laughs) It was so smart. I saw a lot of people. Actually, I got a lot of DMs from people too. And they were like, why would Rose do that? Uh, That was really weird. Or they didn't understand. Or people were like, why did that have to happen? Or I bet Daniel's going to be mad. And I mean... I thought it made a lot of sense to Rose's character because Rose is always doing wacky shit like that. And she knew that that's what Via wanted was to be fought. So she was literally going against her manipulation and being like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kiss you. (laughs) I feel like that is Rose to a T and everyone around her didn't expect it. I mean, even Daniel was like, wait, what's going on? (laughs) Because everyone was so shook. I... I (laughs) so funny and then yeah daniel had to pick her up and carry her away but i i don't know i thought that was a solid move i thought that was pretty clever it was clever i i liked it it was a it was funny i was laughing when i read that whole episode i like threw my phone at my husband immediately and i was like look at this and he's like what is happening in your comic and i'm like i don't know man it's getting wild and i mean to bring even more wildness into the mix of things We have Jackson. Oh my god, yeah, there's so much. Should we save? Okay, so if we're gonna go through this via the character, via, should we go on to Jackson? Should we save, like, Daniel and Rose for last and their developments in recent episodes? Yeah. Oh my god, you guys. Our Jackson boy. (laughs) The next time you see Jackson since this fight scene is at the... Well, you do see him briefly while everyone is at their work day because he is talking with Rena and you're seeing Dylan is kind of taking his spot in the Zhao family business. And you can just kind of see his world is crumbling a little, but nevertheless, he perseveres and we see him at the summit promoting his new platform, which is basically a knockoff of Lime. No one is surprised. (laughs) But it is shocking to see that A lot of people are favoring his company over Lime. So it it does seem that Jackson is doing a little bit of a better job right now with this knockoff replica of the Lime company. And that is driving Daniel crazy. And I mean, basically everyone, really. So No one's happy about it except for like director Wolverine and um, (laughs) director Zhao and um, Rena and everyone but even even like Dylan's like the hell is this it just it's really upsetting everyone sees that it's a blatant knockoff it's really sad to see Jackson because we we see right through it we know why he's doing this I feel so bad I just I'm not gonna say he's a good person we're not here to defend Jackson and the stupid things that he's done but I guess I feel bad because he really wanted to support Rose and get her back, but he was just a real idiot about it. Well, right. We get some of the flashbacks of him going to this big interview. These flashbacks go way back to when Rose and him are dating and he's trying to get a job to support her and for them to continue their life together. And she's like, you know, you got this. You're going to do great. He's all excited. He goes in and, you know, they tell him, unfortunately, you know, we're not going to go with you. And so the interview didn't go his way. We then see him sitting on a bench and he's all upset about it and Rose is trying to cheer him up and he's like no like you can't continue to support us you have other things to support like your family and everything and he's like I want to support us financially and it's just not working out so then we flash forward and we see him and he's you know talking to Rose he's just so upset he's like I'm I'm doing great now 
Like, my company's taken off. I can support us now. Like, I'm here. Like, pick me. It's just so sad. He was so tone deaf that he never... He never realized, which is ridiculous. He was with her for what seemed like years and he saw her rally for him and never show any like wariness about staying with him or even concern about him not getting a job or things not going the way he wanted them to. And she does say that to him ultimately. She's like, I did not want to break up with you. You did this to me. I would have stayed with you if you didn't have any money or job. So it's it's just sad to see that that's what he thinks thought she wanted because it's so clear if you get to know Rose's character that of course that's not what she wanted. He has such an odd sense of what he thinks life should be and then he's like I'm here now like everything can be great but no like you you pushed everyone down to get there and you thought you were doing the right thing but really you're not doing the right thing. It's just really sad to see because In the end, I don't think Jackson is going to get the happiness that he wants. You're right. And in the end, we already know he's not going to get Rose. And I don't know. I just I don't know what he can have. It's really heartbreaking to just see he's still in love with her. But he just went about everything in the dumbest possible way. And that's not how you get the girl. It's definitely not how you get the Rose because Rose is not like that. And it's weird that he doesn't recognize that after being in love with her for so long right and we and we kind of get that he was always a little extra and a little extreme even back in college you know he punched like a random dude out for (laughs) you know not going out with rose i'm pretty sure jackson even know these people he's like how dare you hurt rose i'm gonna knock you out and rose is like who are you (laughs) seriously so i mean (laughs) He's he always so smitten. He's just running around clocking people for no reason. Don't you dare give her another dirty look. It's I will so punch ridiculous. you. It's so ridiculous. But then he turns around and he hurts her worse than anybody ever has. So I think people get really bent out of shape because Tiff and I will talk about the loving Jackson. But we're certainly not sitting here being like, Jackson's a good guy. It's just um, like any story... We love having, like, the chaos. We love having mm-hmm. the bad guys. You need it to make everything interesting. And we think that Jackson's character is really, is just really good. I, I think his character in this story is outstanding. And I just love reading him. And I love watching what he does. And it doesn't hurt that he is really attractive. <laughs> it does not hurt. And and just to see him so confused there's more depth to him than him just being a villain in this story and i i really like that about his character because you can understand him in a sense not that you side with him by his actions in any means but you're like oh so that's why you're a little crazy exactly so when you see his backstory i think that's what makes us look at him and enjoy his character and enjoy his story because He got this way out of this twisted desire to want to support himself and Rose, and then he just did it all stupid. Yes. If I could take one thing, like, if I could request one thing for the end of Age Matters is I hope that 
he can be happy for Rose with Daniel. And I hope that he goes on his own journey and tries to better himself. If, if, and we talk about this all the time too, Tyler, we talk about redemptions in age matters and you know how it's really hard for us to see a redemption for Via, but like things are, I don't know, getting crazy and there might be now, but if I could have a redemption for anyone, it would have to be for Jackson. Just not for Rose to forgive him or for any of that, but for him just to leave their lives and for him to go and just find happiness for himself. Yes. It's so crazy because if you read Fast Pass, you already get the hints of redemptions for a few people. Uh And we've already kind of talked about how I think there might be a redemption for Via. Not on the podcast, but I mean, Tiff and I never shut up. We talk to each other about Webtoons Ah! and and bears and, you know, the the planets all the time. So (laughs) we've already talked about, like, Via's redemption arc, potentially. And it's, it's hard for me to stomach it because I do think sometimes you're just a shitty person and since the beginning of the series via has just kind of been terrible so it's hard for me to just accept that she might flip her switch and be like oh i was wrong dylan i love you i if if she gets dylan guys i'm gonna be like we will I'm riot. gonna be in emo hours forever. We- I mean, she, it's too hard for me to just let baby Dylan have her because she's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm not doubting Ng's ability to write it. If if anything has been proven to me throughout this story, it is that she can usually surprise me and do things I didn't expect. So it could happen, but guys, it's right now it's hard for me to see a via redemption. <laughs> well, I think for both of us, why it's so hard to see a redemption for Via's because and see it for Jackson is because both of their flashbacks are completely different. So when you get flashbacks of Via, she was like the same bitchy personality that she was back then, but Dylan just thought it was funny and then she thought it was funny. I'm like, that's not funny. Well, no, she's just kind of continued. She hasn't changed, and she also isn't doing this. I I don't know if she's doing it because of her family life, like what she lived through that's making her act this way. I guess that hasn't been shown as much as like some of Jackson's ulterior motives and everything have been shown. But still, even so, at, at this point, to treat Dylan, who has been nothing but amazing to you, the way that she's treated him is hard to watch. It is hard to watch, yes. I, I think maybe in the same sense as our redemption hopes for Jackson, I could maybe hope Via would recognize moving forward she can't be like this, but I don't think she deserves Dylan. I hope that Dylan ends up with Cindy. So if, if I could pair him with someone and, you know, I just want him to actually be able to have someone in his life that loves him for him. And appreciates everything that he does. And I hope that he can finally understand that that's love and not confuse it with whatever emotions he gets with Via and Rose. Because Rose, God. Yes. Yeah, moving on to Dylan, I think that's a great place to go from the last chapters is, is Dylan's story. It's been, I agree with you, in the end, I would love for him to find somebody who's going to love him for him and understand him as a person, which so far Cindy has shown she does. Um, in the limited interactions we've gotten with her. I I would be happy with him just 
I guess, finding himself as well. I don't know if I, if I would pair him with someone for sure or not, but I do need him to stop pining over Rose. It makes me so sad. It does. I think that, you know, every time that he finds good friendship in the opposite sex, I think he automatically thinks he likes them and is attracted to him, to them. And I don't think that's the case. I think it's hard for him to understand that these are all friendships and they're different than him being in love. So I hope well, he could find that. And it's kind of like Daniel, too. It kind of surprises me, though, being his friendship with Cindy. It's not a whole lot different. She is similar to Rose in the way she treats him. So I think maybe he's just so blinded by... He, he got caught up in his friendship with Rose to a degree where he's kind of obsessing over her, even if he knows he can't have her. And it's making it hard for him to, like, get over that wall. And A, stop pining for Via. B, probably stop pining for Rose. And just look, look in front of you. Cindy is there, my boy. I know. And I'm excited to see Cindy because we haven't seen her in a while. You know, maybe it'll be when Dylan needs someone most. I mean, right now, Dylan is pretty strong. He is he being is. a big, strong character. And we oh are proud God. of Boy. We are proud of him. So He is so good. And so in the most recent episodes, he... At first, it kind of looked like he picked a side, and it wasn't the side <gasps> you maybe wanted him to pick. It looked like he was going for the Zows. And I understood, though. I did get why it became that way, and how he'd even, he tried to get Via still mm-hmm. back. Um, we hadn't talked about it yet, because it was after the fight. He goes to Via, and he's like, well, I, I can support you now. I'm a part of this family. Like, And she says something like, I can't just lose a friend like that. I'm like, well, you already don't foster this friendship so right anyways that's that's more of me being like girl you burn that bridge you don't get dylan anymore luckily in the most recent episodes he has picked a side it, it is Daniel and Rose's side. I know, because I was getting confused, too. I'm like, Dylan, boy, what are you doing? I love that scene. He just goes full. He's like, this family is stupid. No offense, Daniel. Let me help you. Yes. <laughs> they genuinely do come up with a plan together. And at the very last episode, Rose is being, like, dragged away by Dylan because yes. Rena comes up to Daniel. And Daniel even says, like, Dylan, proceed with the plan, which was a Big deal, because he called Dylan by his name. Whenever someone calls another person by their name in this webtoon, it's it's a major it's a major milestone. <laughs> it's so good to see Dylan though sticking up for stuff that he believes in and that he wants. So you know, no one's speaking for him anymore. He is his own person now, and he's doing the right thing. And it's so cool to see all of them and all their different dynamics at the summit right now with Ruby and Akira and even Via and Dylan and everyone is there. It's wild to watch this summit unfold and all the different people and what they're doing. Like when Jackson's giving his presentation on stage and Rose finds out that Rena is Daniel's secretary and she runs to him and they're watching Jackson like give his speech and you're like flashing around and seeing how everybody's reacting to this and it's just there's so much chaos it's similar to the season one finale arc where it's like the crazy side of business which is one of my favorite things with this comic is that it's like this cutesy love story and then suddenly it's like boom 
boom, here's a bunch of drama from like a thing you wouldn't even think would be this dramatic tech companies. Right? I know. And <laughs> with so many different people too. I mean, because I don't even know how Angie keeps track of all these characters, but she manages to put them all into one place and then just make it more chaotic than the first season finale. I'm like, hey, girl, I'm here for it. And of course, since we are comparing the two seasons, there was a special guest in the season one finale and that was weirdo alert himself or as you may know him as steven or stefan kim depending on how you want to pronounce it he was the hitman that was hired now we know by jackson to take out daniel yoon so i'll put his picture up on the screen if you are watching us and if you aren't watching us just remember it's that weird guy from season one who rose through her shoe at and tiff and i love to talk about him we absolutely love this psychotic man and I think you guys might think we're a little insane for loving him so much. We gave him the name Weirdo Alert a long time ago. I could not remember his name. I I totally missed that his name was Steven or Stefan, whatever it was. And all I know is this guy came out of nowhere you know, to take Daniel down, but then he's, like, obsessed with Rose. Rose throws a shoe, and he's just like, and I'm just like, this man is amazing. He just laughs out of nowhere that he's running around with, like, poison, and he's like, I'm gonna get everybody, and then Dylan's knocking him out, and he's just, like, laughing and smiling, and I'm like, who is this man? So I was like, it's Weirdo Alert. That It's Weirdo Alert, and he's the worst hitman, I think, on planet Earth. He spends... <laughs> 90% of his time that he could be hurting, harming, killing his target, just talking to them about nonsense and then laughing maniacally. So, I mean, he's really bad at his job, but we love him. We absolutely love him. And the best part right now is that we get that amazing, chaotic laugh again. And it's just so amazing. Like, he we does. We get it twice. We get it twice. <laughs> twice. Because, all right, season one, he's sideways with the hands up like, like this. <laughs> like, pure evil, my friends. Pure evil. And then now we get like a back view of him with his kneecaps like up in the air like a jester and then when he shows up to when he first appears to jackson he's like hee hee <laughs> like why is he always laughing what's so funny i love it everyone probably thought we were on crack because he appeared in the episode again and everyone's like oh my god no it's the psycho oh my god get him away he's gonna hurt rose i like immediately texted tiff and i'm like oh my god girl you need to read this you're like the most amazing thing happened and of course her first reaction is she's like oh, is andrew evil i was so I'm excited like, no, andrew was not revealed to be evil and she's like well damn it you know that she thinks it's nothing but i'm like no you just wait like you're gonna lose your mind and she did andrew was in that episode too and i'm like oh, oh my yeah. god is he going god. to be evil wait because I told what? Her before she read it i'm like you just wait you're gonna freaking love this episode it's amazing like the most amazing thing happens that we have been waiting for so she's reading it and it doesn't happen to like the last panel or something yeah. that he appears so she's reading it she gets to andrew and 
she's like, oh my god, it's happening. And then Andrew's just normal. And she was like, what the hell, Tyler? And then it got to weirdo alert. <laughs> and I was just, I was overjoyed. So I read it and then I was out driving and then I pulled over, called Tyler and I was like, oh my god, weirdo alert is back. 100% it had nothing to do with us, but we felt like a personal connection to those panels because we love them so much. So then to see him drawn in those states once more, we were like, I feel like this is a shout out to us. And it's not, but we like to pretend it is. Just the fact that he laughs extra much in this episode, I feel like it is a shout out to us. We're like, Edgie, is that for us? She's like, no, I don't, I don't know you. I feel like he should have just been juggling, like, I don't know, knives, like, <laughs> like just fire. I don't even know. The man is so crazy. And it's so, I just love him because it's as if he came from a different webcomic and hopped into Age Matters. It's so bizarre because we get like, we have all this normal stuff going on. And then it's like, you know what would be crazy to throw into the mix of things? A hitman. Jackson is so surprised to see him as well. So this time it is on his own accord. Literally nobody asked Weirdo Alert to appear at this event. He just did. He's just there. He's Which like, makes it extra deranged <laughs> and jackson even jumps he's like hey boss he's like what? wow <laughs> and a part of me also this is another strike against jackson like why did you bail his ass out of jail and like does jackson even know what this man is doing because i'm pretty sure that when jackson told him you know to take down daniel i don't think he meant to like murder him i would no. hope not because if jackson wanted daniel dead then i'm like maybe jackson should go to jail well because even the way he was going about it i think he hired this guy to do something that would help take Daniel down. I do not think he was hired to kill Daniel. Um, Who knows? Maybe he was. If he was, then holy hell, Jackson. Buddy, I'm right. rooting for you. <gasps> I just don't think so. I think Weirdo Alert just takes it to a new level that is not necessary because he's Weirdo Alert. He just is obsessed with Rose. So I'm like, oh dear. Get in line. He goes, do you know her? And Jackson's like, no. And then it just shows Jackson walking away and, you know, Jackson, like, you know, s you know, get this done. You know, stop being weird. <laughs> We're like, he can't stop being weird. He's weirdo alert. <laughs> and weirdo alert literally, literally goes, <laughs> liars like you belong in hell with me. He knows Jackson knows Rose and he's talking about how he can't wait to see Jackson's face on what he does with Rose. And I'm like, boy, what are you doing? What are you scheming over there? What are your plans? I would say I'm scared for Rose, but I'm not. I'm more worried about Weirdo Alert, to be honest with you. Not that I don't want him hurt, but just... I mean, he doesn't know what he's messing with, I don't think. He he gets taken down pretty easily because he's so bizarre. We don't know what he's doing and we don't know where he came from. But that's a thing that we love about him is that, like I just mentioned earlier, you think you're getting this cutesy love story and then suddenly this weirdo appears and you're like, whoa, where are we? <laughs> he's just amazing. I just, he brings a lot of fun to age matters. NG's just bringing the winner back. He's up to bat again. He's here to wreak havoc and he is doing a great job. 
that he's just lurking around and Jackson has no idea because he has plans for Jackson as well. Like, man is derailing. He has his own motives right now and he is going to bring everyone down. For what reason, we don't know. We don't know why he's here. We are just along for the ride. And if you fast pass, there's a few more things going on with him now and... I would recommend you fast pass just for weirdo alert alone. I say it's worth it. It's worth it. Tyler, do you think that like, (gasps) do we think that when weirdo alert goes after Rose, what if Jackson is the one to save Rose from weirdo alert? What if Jackson risks his life for Rose and get shot by Weirdo Alert. You know, actually, I th- that could be the redemption we need. I don't, I don't need Jackson to die. That would be a really cool thing to happen to his character. Take a bullet for Rose, and then they finally forgive each other and go their separate ways. That could happen. I go run be in front of a bullet for us. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need anything else from you, but you could, you could do that. But it also might uh, spiral out of control as well because then everyone's going to find out that Jackson is the one that hired Weirdo Alert and they're going to be like, you're insane. Yes. And I think that is probably going to come to light, to be completely honest with you. I don't think we're going to escape the series of Age Matters without it being brought to everyone's attention that Jackson hired this psycho. I think that's going to be a big thing that winds up getting revealed. Maybe that'll happen before Jackson risks his life. Right. And then everyone's mad at him. So like, you brought this psycho into our lives. And we're like, Jackson, this is why we love you even more. Thank you. You brought us weirdo alert through your strange life choices. (laughs) That'd be a really fun and interesting way to kind of give Jackson's character like a final little just a final send off for the series just to be like okay I messed up this was stupid I did everything wrong I'm gonna make sure he doesn't attack you and then I'm gonna go on my way I'm gonna put that I'm gonna clip that on my background um next to evil Andrew so if you guys want to hop on the spaceship and you know go visit that theory then go on ahead so hell yeah I don't have any wacky theories I still like to theorize that Akira is the son of the family that Daniel was raised by, but now I'm really confused about his upbringing, so I still don't know what's happening. I'm confused in general by Akira. Well, okay, so he seems to be on Ruby's side when he wants to be, and if you're a Fast Pass reader, then we've kind of been... It wasn't It wasn't like huge. I viewed it as huge, and so did, so did Tiff, but there was something that happened in a recent Fast Pass that made us side-eye Akira a little bit, but for the most part, he does seem to be on Ruby's side, uh, we personally, I don't know how I feel about Akira. I, I love him. I used to be super obsessed with him. I thought he was like the hottest man in Age what Matters. What we do want for Akira is we do want Akira to have a boyfriend. Please. I feel like Akira is gay. Like it. So please add that to the list of things that we are also requesting. <laughs> like he's so confused by women. He does not know how to handle Ruby, but then he's he acts like such a playboy to them. And like even when he was with Rose, he's like trying to be all suave. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like you need to get yourself a boy. And I feel like it should be Luca. Yes. I realize I've been in this fandom for a while, guys. I've seen some stuff. And I feel like Akira and Luca would be a great match. <laughs> Maybe Luca ditched his boyfriend at that yeah. volleyball game and he's he like, like, hey, Akira, boss. I'm here. 
What's up? What's up? Let's play some video games together. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I see it. Maybe he's bi. I can well, yeah, see yeah, it. Well, yeah, he could be bi. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he gives off major bi energy. I would suggest that for Evil Andrew, too, but we know that's not going to happen because, you know. Well, for a long time, I kind of was thinking, like, maybe Andrew and Akira. I guess it's not clear that he's straight, but it would it would appear he is. There's a, there's a relationship being hinted at with him and Yura. I, yeah, for a long time in my brain, in my weird brain of brains, I would try and like place a. I guess that's a, that's how I've been doing it since the beginning of the series. I kept trying to ship Akira with guys, so I feel like that means something. Because right? I had moments with Andrew, and then I also had moments where I'm like, what if, what if Dylan swung that way? Right, you're just <laughs> like hmm. that'd be like the hottest couple. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> just seeing all the ships and i'm over here like jackson go run in front of a bullet and <laughs> gee we just know say. how to end your story give us a call and then just have andrew be evil done andrew is evil akira is with either dylan or luca those would both be great choices via runs away with her bad life decisions and maybe she changes maybe she doesn't jackson takes a bullet yes <laughs> for the greater good of rose and weirdo alert goes to it, jail and he laughs about it the no, whole time i want to see weirdo alert in a padded room rocking back and forth and just laughing to yes. himself full joker status i just want yeah exactly that i want him in like a psych ward just like rolling around on the ground yeah, he just has shoes, like, swinging them around. He's, like, smelling them. <laughs> Ruby and Palm are an established couple. They have beautiful babies. I mean, we all know we want Daniel and Rose to be endgame, and, and they are. So we're, we're just establishing everything else, you know. Those are our endgame plans for Age Matters. Listen, you know? I don't... Seriously, NG, email us. We got you. I'm really excited to see how she ends it. I am curious. I really do hope for a lot of things that we have discussed, though. I think it's going to get pretty wild. I mean, Weirdo Alert is off the He's wagon. He's on a different He's, planet. <laughs> he is going wild out here. And Daniel... Like somebody come pick up your Weirdo Alert, okay? He's behaving very erratically. And then we have Daniel over here who's on, like, cloud nine, obsessing oh over Rose. And yes, the biggest just... simp. We'll wrap up our episode talking about, you know, the main event of the series being Daniel and Rose. But yeah, seriously, he is he's the biggest simp for Rose. I always talk to Tyler about this. We had to get here. It took a while to get here. And I think a lot of people forget that. It literally took the entire first season for Daniel to stop being a butthead. <laughs> He was a complete jerk in the beginning. He was so mean and he was so resistant and just the grumpiest of grumpy boys. That's why he was literally grumpy in Rose's phone. And he has come so far, complete 180. He used to tell Rose how to dress. He used to tell Rose how to clean his house, like to cook him food now. And like he would yell at her with the walkie talkie. Yes. 
He's come so far, and now he is just completely head over heels. He's grabbing Rose and kissing her in front of everybody at the summit. And he's like, I don't care who sees me with this 30-year-old woman. And I was like, okay, it's really not that old. We talked about that last week when, or I guess it was two weeks ago now when you see this. But in our last episode when my mom was on, how we've just, I, I mean, I know Tiff is the same as me. We're like, this isn't really that weird. I've never been like, how bizarre. I know, and everyone's taking pictures of Daniel Rose kissing. I know that's kind of the whole point of the story, but yeah, it is so wild to me that people are like taking pictures of him and being like, oh my God, like they just discovered water on Mars. I know, and Rose is like, I'm so sorry, and Daniel's like, I'm not. Since the last time we talked about it, we did get one more spicy evening between Rose and Daniel. That was heavily implied because the next morning, Ruby said that she didn't get much sleep. So you know what that means. They were next door. Maybe they were like playing rock band on the Wii. Anyways, we got some nice, we got some cutesy stuff there. Actually, every interaction we've really had between Daniel and Rose has been really cute. They've all been very cementing of their relationship in a good way because there's a lot of drama unfolding around them. And I have overanalyzed every single one of them. And I won't bore you all to death, but I can comment on a few. It was, it's, it's been very sweet. It's lovely to see their relationship just being cemented the way that they have been. And as you said before, Tyler, you don't really worry over that season. Fun fact, this is the second time that we're actually trying to record this episode. Because the first time, our phones and, like, life and Mercury, apparently, just thought it wasn't, we weren't allowed to, so it didn't work. But when we were, like Tiff just said, I had commented, I'm not necessarily that afraid of the season two trailer Mm -hmm. that whole thing a lot of people like to reference it a lot of people are very afraid that in the end maybe something will happen and rose will leave or they won't wind up together or something like that and i guess that's part of the fun in reading a story like this is that you still have a sense of will they won't they but Daniel is freaking, he's simping for Rose so hard. If she tries to leave or run away from him or be like, I'm not good enough for you, you know he's going to just be like, whoa, I just invented teleportation and I'm already right next to you. What do you mean? He is an official Rose stalker. Um, If they ever actually broke up, I think Rose would have to be worried because I think Daniel would never leave her. Daniel would go weirdo alert. Yeah, Daniel would be the new weirdo alert because he is is that obsessed right now over Rose. He loves her with everything in his heart and you know she loves him back. Some of my favorite moments in recent episodes were at the summit when Jackson was presenting his platform to the crowd and you could tell Daniel was just looking at this like, oh my God, they are ripping off everything I've worked so hard for. And the way that Rose looked over to him and then grabbed his hand, that moment was really big to me. Everyone else was probably like, yeah, good. They held hands. They've banged several times, but this moment was huge. But it was because I think that was, that was big. He embraced the fact that he now has a support and somebody who's going to love him regardless of if he is successful or not, which he needs. I mean, he could lose everything and And he knows she's still going to be by his side. I know Rena comes up after the presentation and says something to him to the extent of, you know, you can't replace me, Daniel. And Daniel's words were, Rose isn't your replacement. She's my partner. And that was also very, very, that was very big. (laughs) It all just goes to add on to why I'm not really that anxious about that idea of her trying to leave him or anything anymore. Because, guys, they're in so deep and they're really meant to be together. It's just cemented in my brain. I'm just not worried about it. (laughs) 
No, and if, you know, even if uh, Rose does get a little upset over maybe the family or something that happens and tries to leave, we know that Daniel's going to go and get her and bring her back and talk to her and tell her everything's going to be okay. He is not Jackson. He's not going to run away and try and do things behind her back. He views her as his partner already. He views her as the woman he wants to spend the rest of his life with. And I think Rose is getting to that point too. She's been more hurt than Daniel by love. I would say he's almost naive, but he knows his feelings and they're they're real. It is exciting to see that he understood the difference of what he had with his prior secretary to what he has now with Rose. He didn't necessarily love her, but now he does love Rose. So it is good to see that maturity level in him and him discovering that finally. I think we just have to get Rose to, I don't think Rose is 100% trustworthy in love just yet, but I think we will get there. In this most recent episode, the one thing she did that did help me feel a little better was, I know Dylan said, aren't you worried? Because Daniel walks off with Rena after they're like, proceed with the plan. You see Dylan kind of question, aren't you worried? She really likes Daniel. And even Rose is like, no, I believe in his love for me. They have so many talks in the car. She's like, I'm so sorry. Everyone thinks I'm old. And he goes, I'm not ashamed of being in love with you. And like makes a big proclamation of how, yes, he's dating this woman. And afterwards she's like, I'm really happy you did that. So it's like this thing where she really wants to be, but you could tell there's just that that little ounce of her that's scared. She's a just, little hesitation. She's, she could tell that this might cause problems for Daniel, and Daniel is doing his absolute best to try and make it clear to her that he doesn't care, but it's going to take a little, I think. You know, I think Daniel would throw away everything just for Rose, and, you know, in her mindset... She is getting better, but she just doesn't see that just yet, just because of what Jackson did. And that's always going to be in the back of her mind. I think she worries if he did, he would resent her or he would be mad. But I think that the big life lesson that Rose has taught Daniel is that your life is what you are. It's not your business. It's not what you've created. It's not your wealth. It's you and your experiences and the person and people you share it with. And one of the first things that he's he's really embracing and going after is rose because he wants he wants that that is he wants that partner he wants that love and like you just said he would throw it all away for her because he's really embracing that idea that i need to go for what's what i want not what i think is going to make me successful his whole life he's been operating under this false narrative of oh i need to do this so my mom will come back i need to do this so i'm successful so that my grandpa sees me as um good um to like i don't even know what he's doing but i think that is what's gonna lead us into uh, this season two trailer is you know him going after rose and him just making it 100 percent clear that she can trust in their love and it's not like jackson for sure that could totally lead to him being like all right risking it all and then she's like whoa 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 no 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 like you deserve someone way better than me he's like how many times do i have to say this i'd probably be like rose can you like stop like i'm gonna tattoo i love you rose on my forehead so that you stop this nonsense i just i'm really not worried about it maybe i should be maybe i'm living in like a dreamland but there's so many other things going on that i just 
just don't so think much. that's a necessary drama in order to end the series on like the big oh my god are they actually going to be together like and i know if they kind of encounter maybe a speed bump that it's not going to derail them completely right there you heard it from me that i'm not that worried so i hope that maybe it'll help you calm down yes <laughs> and just enjoy the end of the series we're we're getting to the end it's apparent keep fast passing and supporting ng um the end of this series is it's getting really good so and Weird Alert is here to Weird bring Alert the chaos. <laughs> and I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Jackson, boy, go do some good. And Take I, a bullet. <laughs> if I can't have evil, evil Andrew, I just want Weird Alert to laugh one last time. Just before one he... last Weirdo Alert laugh, yes. Angie, please hear our <sighs> please. I say so many things to her. I think she finally gives in to them eventually. And she's like, Jesus Christ, Tyler. Like on her Patreon, I've been yelling about how I want Andrew and Yura for several months now. And she finally put them on the poll. And I was like, success. And that it's not winning. No one else wants it. I was the only one. Oh my gosh. If she could just make a little like snippet at the end of Age Matters of just evil Andrew with like devil horns, like walking around, like doing something evil. Like, I don't know. Maybe he stole paper from the cop. <laughs> beer in the office i don't know something it would be amazing he gives, he gives daniel the wrong coffee and he's like ha, 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 in the corner yes he like took daniel's jacket and was like this is mine now <laughs> yes that would be great so ng <laughs> inspiration right there for evil andrew that poor, that poor lady she's like no regardless of what happens i'm gonna love it and i just highly encourage all of you to keep keep reading and supporting because Yep, it's getting it's getting good towards the end here. And juicy, and we can't wait to see what Age Matters unfolds with. And it's going to be so exciting, such a bittersweet ending to an awesome comic. And we can't wait. We can't wait. I'm sure we will talk about it a time or two before it officially ends. But since we don't actually know, and it, I, I have no idea. We could have months left. We could have weeks. I have no idea where we're sitting with Age Matters. But I'm sure we will talk about it again. And I have officially decided I am going to record myself reading the last episode. Yeah. So that you can all see my live reaction to the finale of Age Matters. That so, would be amazing. But yes, we will talk about it again, I am sure. But yeah. Yeah. Well, if you made it this far, I want you to comment down below. Mwahahahaha. If you're on YouTube, I'll put the spelling up on the screen. And while you type it, I want you to flail, put your yes. arms up and like do the whole motion. We of, need you uh, to bring out weirdo your alert. inner weirdo alert, please. This is all we need. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Like and subscribe and comment wahaha. And we'll see you next time. I'll be my friend. Over and out.